Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to the Mark Fraley Podcast. Today is Friday, July 29, 2022, a rainy morning here in Nashville, and we've had several weeks of extreme heat with little rainfall, and so the rain is really welcome. As always, thank you to Ron Trammell for his contribution of our bluesy intro music. Over the past five years of doing this podcast, one of our projects is to do interviews with leaders in the parks and recreation profession here in Tennessee. I like to share these fine people with you and hopefully allow a wider audience to hear their stories. My guest today, Craig Price, is one such individual. Recently retired as the Parks and Rec Director for Morristown, Tennessee, and previously the Director for Rogersville, Craig is a past president of the Tennessee Recreation and Parks Association and a past recipient of the prestigious TRPA Fellow Award. Craig is a graduate of the University of Tennessee Parks and Rec Administration Program, and he served as the very first director for Rogersville Parks and Recreation, putting, on, putting them on the map, so to speak. He has taken the Morristown program to new heights following in the footsteps of the legendary Wayne Hansard. Craig is a very strong character for leadership and dedication to the profession. And so I hope you will enjoy this conversation with Craig Price. And we will get started right after this brief message. Hi, this is Heather Lose, Editor-in-Chief of the Tennessee Conservationist Magazine. Every year, we publish six beautiful issues packed full of timely and informative stories about Tennessee culture, people, and places. You can stay informed about your world and all the great things happening in your Tennessee state parks. It's easy to subscribe. Just go to our website at tnconservationist.org. Thank you. Craig Price, welcome to the Mark Fraley Podcast. Glad to be here. Craig, it's great to see your, your smiling face there. Are you um, in, in Morristown now or are you, are you back in Rogersville? No, I'm still in Morristown. That's my home now. I've been okay. here since 1993 and um, everything's paid for and don't want to go in debt no more. I, I, I got you. <laughs> Perfect. You know, Craig, um, it's been a, it's been a long time since you and I have chatted or uh, even seen one another, um, and I uh, I knew that you had uh, taken the job in Morristown, but I didn't know that you were retiring. Uh, I, I got a a um, some sort of notice from TRPA that they that the city of Morristown was looking for a Parks and Recreation director, and I thought, uh oh, I got to check in with Craig and find out what's going on with him, and so. I, I did see a couple of newspaper articles, which you know about your retirement and yeah. and congratulations on on well, a marvelous career in parks and recreation. Thank you. That's uh, all I've ever known, all I've ever done, and and feel very blessed to have done what I've done. Craig, this is a part of a series of interviews that I've been doing over the last few years with folks like yourself that. Uh, at one point or another, uh, received the the fellow award at, from TRPA, which of course is the organization's uh, most prestigious award for service to the parks and recreation community. And you got that award back sometime in the '90s, I believe. Well, it's uh, 2011. 
Okay, 2011. Yeah, 2011, um, yes. Okay, well, that's con congratulations, a belated congratulations I, I, on that. I was that. around in the 90s. I just, uh, just didn't need, I needed more seasoning. <laughs> One of the things I like to do with these interviews is to, is to capture for the audience a little bit about the experience that you've had in your career and, and what motivated you to, to become a professional in parks and recreation. Um, so let's, let's uh, ask you to reach back and share with our audience a little bit about your introduction to the field of parks and recreation and, and why maybe what, what influences in your life chose you to, to, to take that career path? Well, first of all, it's a, it's been a God thing all the way. And, uh, I started back in Rogersville at First Baptist Church. Daryl Newman was their minister of music and and youth. And uh, there's uh, we had a unique time. We had about 60, 70 kids that grew up uh, uh, doing things and helping things with Daryl. That we had we did everything camps and we went to Ridgecrest. We went to Camp Carson. We did retreats. We did uh, camps. Um, various things. We sang youth choir always uh, every Sunday night. We'd have a backyard fellowships and so forth. And uh, I, I helped him a lot. We had a church bicycle club. We had a, a church uh, league softball program. We had the basketball and I was, I was being a parks and rec enthusiast during that time. I didn't really realize it. And this was like when you were in elementary school kind of no, time. This, no, this is when I was in high school. High school. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. Seventh, eighth grade through there. And then um, got down to UT, uh, was going to be a teacher. And I had set up my curriculum the first year and went back my sophomore year. And uh, that's, that's back then we had quarters instead of semesters. And went back that first quarter of my, uh, my sophomore year. And, and my first class I went to was a site class. And before the meeting started, uh, the class started, this gentleman came in and sat down behind me, and he had this old, ugly brown book that said Recreation Administration. His name was Mac Brown. I don't know if anybody remembers Mac Brown, but from that meeting, right after that class, I went and talked to Dr. Martha Peters and changed oh, my I remember Dr. Peters, yeah. Oh, yes, and her and Ken Crick and Gene Hayes, uh, uh, Terry Yearwood. So many great people have been part of my life and have helped steer me. So... I get in there and I changed my major. I called my dad and mom that night and said, Hey, I'm not going to be a teacher no more. I'm going to go, I'm going to go into parks and recreation. And let me tell you everything that I had taken. Uh, no, I said, my son, I'm wrong. It was my junior year. I, I, had, I had two years, everything I'd taken my first two years fit perfectly. After talking with Dr. Peters, I did not miss anything. I actually graduated a quarter early. Uh, and I was eligible to be Rogersville's first Parks and Rec director. And uh, I can't believe I goofed that up. But no, it was my junior year that I went back. And, right. But everything I'd taken the first two years fit perfect. I didn't lose anything. Matter of fact, everything. And then I spent my junior and senior year taking uh, my recreation classes and doing my pra field practicums and all that good stuff. Again, it's a God thing. And uh, so I uh, graduated a quarter early. Uh, I'm one of those guys that uh, have to do things quickly. I, I graduated UT, took a job, got married, and bought a house all within a month and a half. So uh, <laughs> I did some growing up real quick. And so, and, uh, was was Rogersville your first career career job? 
I've had two jobs. I've been the director of Parks and Rec in Rogersville and the director of Parks and Rec in Morristown. So, uh, again, I'm uh, I'm old, old hat. Um, you know, a lot of people have four or five jobs in today's times, but uh, I've had two jobs. And the whole career has been in Parks and Recreation 47 years. Well, I can 60- remember uh, the, the first time we met. I guess it, I, I met, I visited you there at Rogersville a time yes. or two. Um, and um, you were just getting started. Yes. Um, and um, I remember you showing me the, 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 the really beautiful city park that Rogersville has. Yes. And, and at that time, a brand new swimming pool was beautiful. Yes. Um, was, so, so you were their first, their, your first director. I was. They had, had a park coordinator that guy came in and worked, I think, eight months before they hired me. And uh, but. Uh, I spent 16 years there, got to start a parks and rec department. Uh, not many people get to start a rec department, but I did. And I started out in a broom closet and, uh, gosh, I just, uh, I, I need to write a book one day to, to tell about the great stories in Rogersville and, and here in Morristown and been very blessed. But, um, but no, it was, uh, to, when I walked into city park, uh, I cut the infield out on the, the little league field, the city park field one. I cut it out by myself, digging out the infield, a grass infield, and so forth. And uh, so many stories. We helped do the pan work to take the dirt out of the pool. When we built that beautiful pool, old Craig learned how to do. We had a big pan, one of those big giant earth right. pan. So I, Johnny Cott, the street superintendent, pushed me, or loaded would load up the um, the pan, and I'd drive it down. To, we actually built two other ball fields down there. Uh, through it and um, so again many great stories and great things uh, to remember and very blessed but uh, great Craig, let me ask you this about starting a recreation department and I've had the privilege of starting two uh, Gatlinburg and Sevierville um, and I my let me just ask you this question without leading you le- leading you into an answer um, sometimes the the local officials that you're they're dealing with have one expectation of what you should do as a park and recreation director, but you as a, as a, an individual who's gone to school in it and been trained a little bit may have some other ideas of what is appropriate and, and needed. Uh, and sometimes that sets up, sets up a little conflict, uh, especially when a, when a department is just getting started. Um, talk about that a little bit. Uh, what did the local, the city council and mayor and all those people want in a parks director and and how did you guide that program well again uh, a lot of it's just a uh, just just a, a hard attitude to to go out and and uh, do the best you can and uh, i'll never forget uh, the, the when i started my first week there in the local paper there in rogersville it came out uh, it came out once a week on Thursday nights, and and the, there's a letter to the editor. Why does the city of Rogersville need to pay somebody uh, two hundred and forty dollars a week to to run the softball league? I mean, that was my first that was my first thing there, and, and I'm going like that's great, you know. Or, uh, but again, just work hard, gain people's confidence. Uh, just uh, don't deviate from the, the from the goal. But the biggest thing is is just uh, uh, keep people involved, get work to give closure on everything you do. Uh, that's so important. And, um, uh, but no, just, uh, 
I had a lot of good people, uh, the Parks and Rec board. I had, I had one at, at that one time in Rogersville, I had the most diverse recreation committee in the world. Well, tell me I about had, that. I had five members, had five members, had three men and two women, had a black woman had a, and, two, and two black men, had three of the five were black. And this was back in the 80s and, and, and so forth. But the, these people are great, were great people and, and my friends, and, and they helped me along the way. They they took me under uh, under the wings. And, and um, uh, you know, like I said, Rogersville never had a parks department before, so they didn't know how to act. They didn't. Right. Like I said, all they thought I was going to do was run softball leagues. And, but then we ended up with pools and pavilions and shelters and playgrounds and and all the things that go into an apartment, different leagues and, and so forth, and Easter egg hunts and, and uh, Christmas pageants and all these little things that we did and, and loved doing with the people. And, and from those, uh, I, you know, if, if, I, if I want a good dose of reality today, all I got to do is go back to Rogersville, Tennessee, and I'll, I'll guarantee you I'll get my, my neck wrung three or four times and people, after all these years, People will say, "I love you and I miss you," and you know, and it, it's, oh, wasn't that nice? Uh, no, it's awesome. It's awesome. I, yeah. you know, it's, uh, and then I run into people here in Morristown. You know, uh, just um, you know, people forget what you said, forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And I always worked hard to make people feel good about themselves. You know, Craig, the the modern park and recreation department today is so much more than. Than ball leagues and dicks and ball, it's, it, those and, days are about gone. And that sort of thing, uh, we've we've gotten so much into the cultural arts and historic preservation and nature study and all kinds of of things. Um, that tell us about your experience along those lines. How how have you been able to develop these really um, multifaceted programs in, uh, in, Murf- in, uh, in Morristown in Rogersville? Well, you know, uh, again, like I said, uh, uh, even in Morristown, uh, a lot of the stuff, it, primarily when I got here, was still a stick, stick and ball league type thing. Right. But, but we, we brought in the BMX, the disc golf, the, uh, the skateboarding, and, and all those type programs, individual top sports right. and so forth. And, uh, and the, the more you do those, tr- you know, our trail system, we've worked on it and uh, so, so many different things. And so it's just, a, uh, again, just trying to stay abreast of what the people want. And, you know, everybody is uh, everybody has different interests and so forth and just try to meet as many of those. It, it's about giving people options. And, um, you know, here in Morristown, we just opened up a new Jolly Park and a $3.1 million privately donated park to uh, to the city of Morristown and and people are raving about it and tell us uh, tell us more about what's in that park it well it was designed by two uh, teachers here in our school system but we worked with game time in Cunningham to, to get this done it was like I said the, the Jolly family uh, built this and gave the money for it and so forth. But uh, we um, utilized two of the teachers in, in the school system, special ed teachers. I see. And um, they helped design, pick out all the aspects and equipment in that park. It's huge. It's 13,000 square feet of, of, uh, of playground. And it's, it's, it's truly 
a, a beautiful, beautiful thing, and people are wearing it out. It's amazing. And the, and the idea is that it's it, it's uh, designed to be accessible to to uh, the handicap type thing. Every every inch of it, every inch of it is, is designed for that. It's it's fabulous, and uh, so many little things to do, and that we got four shelters there, and and uh, the restrooms are immaculate. Um, just um, just a beautiful place. Sitting on Morris Boulevard, there, every, thousands of people drive by it every day, and. And uh, it's been well received. You know, you um, in Morristown followed in the footsteps of of, uh, of a fellow who was was a legend, really, in parks and recreation in Tennessee. Yes, Wayne Wayne Hansard, yes. um, a friend friend of mine and um, terrific terrific uh, leader. Um, uh, was he was he an influence on you in earlier in your in your career? Well, yes, he and uh, Gabe Prescott in Kingsport. Uh, L.A. Tucker, uh, uh, Mr. Miller, Dennis Miller at Kingsport Parks and Rec, and and uh, Hal uh, Hal Douthit over here in Morristown. Uh, again, when I went in those first sixteen years, you know, I could always pick up the phone and call Wayne or or Gabe and uh, the Carl and Rabbit Yearwoods and, oh, man. and people like that. And and I had a lot of great mentors and people around me that I learned a long time ago. You, there's no such thing as a stupid question. And, and uh, I would, you know, if I didn't know, I'd call them up and, um, but being able to succeed Wayne Hansard, uh, truly a, a wonderful man, a, a, a great man. And his wife, Francis is still a matter of fact that we just went, got back we went out west for almost three weeks and francis made me some travel pillows for the family and we used them <laughs> we we drove across america and back isn't that season. nice we had a great time but wayne was so instrumental and you know he he supported me uh, not one time and he taught taught me a lot about character and, and respect and uh, during my 31 years i never had one person come up to me and say Wayne Hansard thought you should do this, or Wayne Hansard thought you should do that, or or he was bad mouthing me, or whatever, or what we were doing. He supported me all the way, and I just uh, you know I appreciate that. And he he was a great mentor to me, and and just and he was my friend, and he loved me. And and you know the, what more can you say? Absolutely. But a uh, great man. But so many people. But you know Carl, like I said, Carl and Rabbit, and Carl and uh, Carolyn, your uh, your wood were just were just wonderful people. But you know, I've got the days modern. I got people like you and and uh, um, Kitty Frazier and Ann and all the good people at T at uh, Deck and so forth. Uh, Gerald and so many guys. The friends that I've had in, in this uh, over the years are just. Uh, it's immeasurable what they've meant to me, and and um, I can let, never let, thank them enough for just let me share or, this or with, just with, being with, there to help. Let me share this with you, Craig. The, Go ahead. When I have um, first got started as director in Sevierville, which was '77 or so, one of one of the first people that came to visit me was was Carl Yearwood. Um, and out of yes. the blue, no, didn't, didn't call, make an appointment or anything, just showed up at the door of city hall and, and came in to talk, uh, introduced himself. And at that time he was, uh, just retiring as rec rec recreation and parks director in Oak Ridge. Um, and you know, for the listening audience, um, you know, when the city of Oak Ridge was developed to, to build the bombs, you know, uh, during world war II. 
they created a recreation department just for that small town. And, uh, and Rabbit was the guy that came in and did it. And he had a lot of stories to tell about it. But never, he never failed to, to, to reach out to young professionals uh, and, to, exactly. to, 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 and to groom them and um, uh, tr- really treasure um, that experience of, of meeting him for the first time. And likewise, he, yeah. he came to Roger numerous times or when he was coming through and, and uh, he had his little circuit. And, you know, it was always special to have that 15 or 20 minutes or 30 for an hour visit uh, when he would come by and so forth. I don't know if you had this experience also. There was, a, there was another fellow named Howard Johnson who had been the director uh, in um, Johnson City. Yes, uh, and a uh, colorful fella, wonderful guy, and he would do the same thing. He w- he got on a on kind of a little circuit, and he he'd ride around those small towns <laughs> in East Tennessee, and visit the, the the people. He you know he just loved to visit, and it was just so much fun. Let me jump back just a second. Now you moved you moved from Rogersville to Morristown. Tell us yes. about the city of Morristown and. And what, what form of government do they have? A strong mayor? Do they have a city manager? How, how are they organized? And, and how is the Parks Department organized there? Okay, as a city manager, okay. uh, city administrator, okay. uh, form of government. And, and the, uh, the mayor's right there helping guide the way along in city council. Uh, have a um, seven-member city council. Uh, the Parks and Rec Board, we have an advisory board. Advisory board, leaders. okay. Members there. I had five in Rogers. We had eleven here in in Morristown, and uh, there are checks and balance. Uh, I, I think we worked well over the years, over the thirty-one years, to to keep things under head when and to use each each other as a sounding board or or as a check off to to help when you do run into problems and. You know, you can always just say, "Hey, we need to go back to the rec board, or we need to see what's council and the mayor." I mean, everybody's everybody's eventually your boss. You know that, right? But, right. but the bottom line is, is just the fact that um, you have a system there, and 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 when when you need to use it, you use it, and so forth. But uh, generally, uh, over the years, um, uh, the, the you know, as a director, I was was able to just uh, run the department and with assistance from the administration and. Uh, and just like I said, work to give closure and work to keep things, uh, uh, you know, ongoing and, and updated and so forth. And uh, like I said, that just uh, there's no no such thing as a as an awkward or dumb question. Be able to, to talk about it and communicate with them, and um, it, 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 that's that's basically how it worked here. Craig, one of the things that's a constant struggle in 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 recreation and parks departments these days is the uh, the chase for the for the uh, the fees for programming, and deciding which programs and services are going to be at no cost, and which ones are 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 going to be charged for, and and and, and making a balance along those lines. Uh, talk about uh, about that in modern modern recreation in parks. Well, it's just uh, it, it is it, it is something that you got to recognize and, and work with, and. Uh, I've always said when you talk about power, the ultimate manifestation of power is he, she, or the group that controls the money. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't your parks director, it wasn't your parks and rec board, or, or a lot of times it's not your city administrator, it's your city council. So uh, the, the one thing here, sometimes you you, you pick your battles and, and so forth. Uh, but again, 
just trying to keep everybody in a cohesive, uh, updated unit in, in, communi- in the com- communication level uh, is, is important. But, you know, um, like I said, if you work hard, then you know, sometimes you, you get turned down. But then again, it makes you work harder to go back and, and uh, put, put something else together to, to put, make that package pass the next time. And, and just, um, it, like I said, just, just have a team and, and that works together and, and uh, to get the best result for the, for the product that you're trying to put out. You know, one of the, one of the, the really nice attributes of Morristown, and it's uh, Morristown and Hamblin County. It's one, Hamblin County is one of the smaller counties in Tennessee, Third smallest so, county in Tennessee. Yeah, and so it's so you've got kind of a compact little area there to deal with, um, and it's and it's about the sixth, sixth or seventh most densely populated. So okay, gotta, I wouldn't have known that. Yes, one one of the features that you have there is a is a really wonderful state park um, at at Panther <laughs> Creek, mm-hmm. and, and you know you're and that's kind of unique, I guess, to to have a. a a park like that within the boundaries of the city. How did you structure, or did you structure, your relationship with with the folks there at the park? Or well, we we had some partnerships, but generally uh, in in Hamlin County, like I said, in this small county, uh, we we had sixteen city parks. You got one county park in Cherokee Park, and then then you got Panther Creek. So, but Panther Creek is its own entity, and uh, like I said, we we went down and. Uh, help do especially when they built the disc golf course. The Parks and Rec maintenance went in and helped do a lot of the work there. But okay, but, cool. uh, but there's been times when we've done uh, cooperative programs together. But again, it's it's really run uh, separately. Right. And uh, same thing in, in Cherokee Park. Uh, you know, it's it's a large park out here. And as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm within a fourth of a mile of it where I live. And uh, matter of fact, I used to get from my back deck, I could overlook into Cherokee Park, but the tree canopy has grown so many, so much in the past uh, 31 years. It's, it's, you can't see it hardly anymore, but you can hear it. Right. But, but again, the, uh, all three of us, uh, we work together, um, you know, when we can, but generally it's three, three separate entities as, as far as operations. I remember that, um, that, when Mr. Hansard was was there, uh, he actually had a role to play at the Hamblin County Conservation Board in the management of Cherokee Park. Uh, and I was always curious about how he managed to 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 wear both of those hats. Um, but that was not part of your role there in Morristown. It was it was the first three years. Okay, and tell then, okay, yeah. and uh, then we had a. The, uh, we had a little thing with the gun club and the, the archery bunch uh, uh, wanted some separation. And and uh, so uh, it eventually uh, the county commissioners voted to uh, do away with the, the cooperative agreement, the, the uh, administrative agreement they had with Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. And uh, so um, so that was removed after three years of into my tenure. And um, so, uh, but for the thir- first three years, I was in charge of Cherokee Park as well, as far as just the administration of it and so forth. So, but again, uh, it's a God thing. It, things worked out very well. And uh, <laughs> I think both, both, both entities, because it was hard trying to balance. It really was. And and uh, so, uh, but uh, I think it's a win-win situation. Super. So they have their own management there now? Yes, they have. They have. Uh, they have a, 
a little official board and uh, or some of the commissioners are on a little board and then they have hired someone to, to administer it. I see. I see. You've talked a little bit about greenways. Um, are you doing a green greenways program there in, in Morristown? Yeah, we, we've uh, we've had the assistant city administrator uh, took over the main part as far as the actual, actual trying to get things built and so forth and, and the engineering department. So uh, we we uh, assist them in, in uh, a lot of the things that done about it, but the main part of the gist of the trails is uh, under uh, the assistant administrator and uh, Parks and Rec comes in as far as the maintenance of it, management of it, and so forth, okay. rules and regulations. So, again, it's a it, it, it's a cooperative adventure as well. But no, it, it's something that's growing. We just completed at Fulton Hill Park uh, the new park that we uh, built three years ago. Uh, we've got a, a mile and a half trail development in there in the woods now. And the public works and Parks and Rec staff went in and, and built that, and it's it's a uh, it's just now opening up, and it's very beautiful in there, and and uh, people are starting to find the new little jewel as far as walking and trails and so forth. And a lot of the uh, cross country people at, uh, at the high schools, both east and west, are, are using it to, to run in. Oh, cool! So it's, it's work. It's it's again, it was a, for the benefit of all, but uh, it, the new park is, is a passive park. It's right now. It's a it's the one park that city council pretty well directs it, and they uh, they want a pass. They wanted a passive park. Excuse me. So, what is the name of this park? Fulton Hill. Fulton Hill. Okay. Yeah, it started out as Heritage Park, but they they changed the name to Fulton Hill to honor two of the people that uh, were. It's part of the old uh, Marshtown College facility, and okay. it, it was removed, and so it they wanted. Uh, uh, to, to name it after two people that played significant roles in the Omar Stan College side. Craig, let me um, change change directions here just a moment and and ask you a little bit about uh, your participation in the uh, TRPA and other professional organizations um, over the years. Uh, tell us about 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 those activities that you've had. Well, I'm a CPRP and. I always tell people. Okay, tell us CPR, what that means. Tell our, our audience what park, that is. Certified Parks and Recreation Professional. Okay. And I also tell them it's Craig stands for Craig Price Recreation Professional. <laughs> CPRP. So anyway, but no, um, been been a long time member of NRPA and, and TRPA, and uh, started out uh, joined TRPA back when I was at UT, and and um, uh, went went to a conference or two, and and. Uh, uh, like I said, I've served as president of TRP in 0405, basically the 05 year. Uh, been on many committees, different things, and uh, always took a took, took a great pride in, in the things I could help uh, get done in TRPA, and uh, the, the great leadership that we've had here over the years. And Candy, just uh, she's she's a jewel, and she's uh, done so well, and, and she's done a hard job. I mean, that's a hard job to do as well, but. But uh, it's been on the host committees and and the speaking and doing things uh, just any any way I could uh, uh, work work out as far as uh, election nominations and and those type of things and uh, but TRPA is it's vital to to our professionals in in, in the um, in the area of parks and recreation and 
uh, you, you know, everybody that can needs to be it, uh, the, uh, of course you had the COVID mess, but the bottom line of it is, uh, it's, it, it's, there's so many people that, um, uh, need to be in it, but again, they're hindered by the financial part and so forth, or just travel and, and then right. workloads back home, just trying to adjust it all. And, and, um, uh, but, but it, uh, the new younger base of the TRPA members are, uh, they've got it well under control and, and so forth. And I think that overall they're doing a great job as well. And cause it, it, it's good to see new people come in, but, but again, it, it, the challenges of getting active in TRPA, you need to, first of all, support from back home from your administrations and so forth, to, you know, because, uh, you know, yeah, you want to go, but then they tell you, well, there's no travel money or whatever. And and, and then it costs today to do those type of things sure as well. Does. But, sure but, uh, but again, I think it's in good shape. And uh, uh, there are old people like myself, or I've, I've sort of withdrawn a little bit from it as far as, uh, activities and so forth but again um i'm gonna try to go to the conference this fall and um you know uh, still do what i can when it's when it's close by and, and near to, to morristown right the, the conference this fall um, in november will be in gatlinburg Gatlinburg, yes um, and um uh, it's it's remarkable that that little city can host host a conference like that but uh well, the, some of the best ones I've ever been to is, has been there. They 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 do do a good job. Exactly. I, I, I'm thrilled to. Um, I, I remember the first meeting that that was held there in Gatlinburg, um, and um, I guess I was the chairman of the host committee that year. Yes. And yes. Um, it was um, it was really a challenge uh, to have a small department do do that, um, but uh, Gatlinburg's department has grown significantly yes um, so. well that was, all of tennessee is growing like crazy <laughs> it's amazing it really is the um yes you know the the in fact the um the, the fellow award folks and the past presidents are going to uh, have a get together uh up at that meeting so i hope i'll make sure that we we see you there i'm gonna try to be there Unless it's, unless it's on a Thursday night. I can't do it on Thursday night. I do understand. Let me ask you this, Craig. You know, as you as you are a, a, a leader and a head of a, of a department of a municipal government uh, in Tennessee, and, as, and you look toward and you look to Nashville and the leadership in, in state government, um, is, is state government doing enough to help local park and recreation departments? Well, um, my answer is, um, I think, I think so. Yes, okay. I do through, through the grant programs and so forth. Um, the, being able to, that's one of the things they've done over the years is, is try to get the money out to, to more and more areas or more departments and so forth. Um, uh, and then, then you've got each each uh, legislator in, in that area. You know, a lot of a lot of them do pretty good at, at getting hold of this money and, and finding uh, the uh, the funds for certain projects and so forth. But um, but overall, it, it's it, it, it's tough being a politician today. You know, and it's um, it's it's um, everything everything evolves around money. And uh, but again. Um, uh, I think there is a concerted effort to through Tennessee Department of Environmental Conservation. Uh, I think they've always had a 
a genuine heart to get to you know, help the cities and so forth. And, uh, and, and they've done that. And uh, it's um, overall, it's, it's, it's been, uh, I'll say, okay, good, good deal. You know, we have, we still have in Tennessee several counties that, that have, have no park and recreation agency. And um, it's, um, you know, it's fewer than, than it has been. But uh, I, I, I'm concerned a little bit about uh, the need to reach out to some of these um, towns that, that, uh, that don't have the professional leadership there locally. Yeah, it's a, well, there's got to be a leader. Uh, you know, how, you know, when people, people ask me in, in Rogersville and, and, um, and, and over here at Morristown, both, you know, uh, how can other cities and counties get things that we can't? Well, it boils down to the, uh, I'll never forget the, uh, the fire, uh, the uh, police chief in Rogersville. Uh, I came in from the city hall one day and the police chief hollered. I might, might tell you his name, but you don't know him anyway, but he said, <laughs> come here, Price. He said, come here, Price. And I said, what do you, what do you got, chief? He said, he said, sit down here. He said, we need to talk. He said, he said, how, how come all the time, you, everything you ask for, you get? And I said, well, it's not all I'm true. But he said, you get stuff all the time. He said, he said, how do you do that? And I said, it's simple. I asked for it. I asked for it. Right. And then and then I, I, I presented in a way that's where it's attainable and right. so forth. And I said, you just need to start asking, Chief. He said, I'll do it. And he, he started asking. And he started getting so. But but it's the same way the, in, in the government <laughs> and so forth. It's, you know, if you don't ask for it, you know, don't expect to get it. People, you know, it's, it's just like kindness. You know, I, kindness should be out there for everybody. But some people are better at it than others. You know, so it's just, um, um, you know, you, you got to ask. You got you to work up a plan. plan you know, and work. I think that's, that is um, treasured advice, Craig, to, that you've just given our audience. Uh, uh, if, you, if, you, if you don't ask, there's... There's all kinds of people out there that have needs, uh, that, but if you never ask, they'll they'll assume you don't don't want or don't need. I tell you, let me tell you, now, Gary Ryan, he's uh, assistant, well, he's retired assistant fire chief and everything. He told me, he said, uh, he said, Craig says now, he said, let me just give you some advice. This is years ago, and I said, what is it, Gary? And he said, he's old football official mine. He says. He says, when people come to you and uh, they ask you to do something, he says, just don't tell them right off the bat you want to help them. Because he says, if you go back and then look at the, look at what they want and realize you can't help them, he says, and you go back and tell them no, he said, you've made an enemy for life. And uh, he says, I always just tell them we need to look at it or study it and give me some time. And I learned that philosophy. And uh, it works. It yes. works because if you tell them, yeah, I'll help you, then all of a sudden, oh, no, we can't do that. Right. Then they, they're really hacked at you. They're hacked at you. And, right. and, uh, but I, I learned that <clears throat> Ryan, and, and, uh, and then when you go back to them and tell them that we need to look into it or study it or work on it, and then whether you let them do 25% of it or 50% of it or the whole thing, then, then you've built trust in them. Right. And so forth, or they, you know, and they it, it laugh so much about trust. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say you can't trust people. You know, I, you know, you can burn me once, burn me twice, but you ain't gonna get a third chance, you know. But the bottom line of it is, 
you know, uh, you still got to have some basic trust to, to, with, to get along with your fellow man to help out. So, Craig, um, what are your your intentions as far as your retirement is concerned? Your your um, what what are your plans? Do you just going to do well, some traveling, or you? Well, we we've we've done some, like I said, the last uh, last two months. Bottom line of it is, uh, right now I'm I'm still Region One supervisor or a signing officer here in the lower part of Region One. I got 24 schools that I. Uh, assign officials for and keep track officials and work have work games with them and so forth and uh, I'm, now this I'm is not for, on the field. this is for football and, and this is for region one football that's football. high school football. Okay. okay yeah I'm, I'm the assigning officer for the lower part there's four of us in region one and uh i've got it's elementary middles and and uh, jv and freshman games so so that keeps that's going to keep me busy here through the next three or four months and uh and i still do the uh, the red hat games with my son and all, Mark Packer on the pilots high school heroes. I mean, on the, uh, the rivalry Thursday games and the pilot high school heroes shows. So the, every Thursday night I'm tied up with that. And then, uh, I'm still running. I'm not on the field anymore as far as region one, but I do run the play clock or the, or the game clock. I see. And, uh, so that keeps, that keeps most of my for Thursday Fridays busy. And, and, uh, then, um, rest of it, uh, just, I got to, th- three grandkids uh, that uh, three girls that I keep up with and 15 to nine and a seven year old. Oh my. They love their, they love their papa and papa loves them. And, and uh, my daughter is now the uh, West high school volleyball coach at West high school. And uh, so I'll be going to quite a bit of those games as well. So I, I got plenty of other things to do. My biggest adjustment so far is just, uh, I've really enjoyed the first two months of, of my retirement almost. And, it's a uh, you know lot lot to look forward to, but just uh, doing things that I don't have to rush. I don't have the uh, the pressure part and so forth. You know, because for forty seven years, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? You know, right. what's coming at me? And and you you know, I'm preaching to the choir here. But the bottom line of it is, uh, you know, people said you'll probably get bored. Well, let me be the design dad. Uh, you know, if I get bored, I get bored. <laughs> then I'll find me something to do. But but there's plenty of things that I like to do, and uh, um, and uh, you know, just spending more time in God's Word and and uh, just helping people and doing things like that is uh, is very much part of my future. And and uh, just uh, try to help people all I can and and um, keep up with Sherry. Sherry's got a few things for me to do. She don't have me a big honeydew list, but you know. Um, for for sure, I've got a I've got a beautiful back deck on my house here that uh, I've used uh, of some, but I haven't used it like I'm supposed to. So I want to take advantage of that. All right, some other all right. Um, but uh, but no, being part of the, going to some ball games and and to be in school programs and just uh, just being a good papa. And uh, what time I got left, I want to finish. Strong. I love that. I love that. Well, Craig, it's it's been a delight to chat with you today, and I. Just, Appreciate so much your willingness to, to talk with us. Um, and I wish you the best of luck in your retirement. And uh, I sure do hope to see you at the at, in Gatlinburg at the at the uh, at the meeting. Past presidents and fellowship thing. Yes. I'd definitely like to get, come to that. Yes. For well, thanks sure. for joining us today, Craig. Thank you, Mark Fraley. God bless you. And for everybody out there, God bless him. <laughs>